Hey, Blaine from DTC Pod here. If you're an entrepreneur, you know how valuable the right support can be. We've heard tons about virtual assistants, but what about leveling up even further? Let's think about experts. I came across more staffing recently. They're not just about connecting businesses with virtual assistants. Instead, they focus on matching you with professionals from the Philippines. We're talking about finance, supply chain, operations, marketing, and others. The real kicker? More staffing goes the extra mile. They back their placements with a 12-month guarantee, and they even coach them for the first six months. This ensures you're getting someone who's not only skilled, but also integrates seamlessly into your operations. If you're ready to evaluate and transform your business, head over to morenow.co. Again, morenow.co. Next year's creeping up quick. If you want to skyrocket revenue in 2024, you need tech that puts you in the pilot seat. The new HubSpot Sales Hub will help you close out the year strong and kickstart your success for 2024. Teams can collaborate on every inch of the customer journey and keep operations running smoothly with a comprehensive prospecting workspace and powerful sales and analytics tools that keep data connected across teams. Speed up your workflows and navigate your platform with ease with the AI-powered conversational platform ChatSpot. And use AI Assistant to write copy, generate emails, and more. They'll help you whip up assets and execute tasks that used to take hours out of your workday. HubSpot Sales Hub lets you accelerate every facet of your sales operation with precision. And with over 1,400 integrations, there are tons of ways to mix in new features. So finish out Q4 strong and gear up for the new year with HubSpot Sales Hub. Learn more at hubspot.com sales. What's up, DTC Pod? Today we're joined by Jimmy Farley from Creator Corner. So Jimmy, I'll let you kick us off. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, about the UGC network that you're building, uh, and, and yeah, just tell us what you're up to. Yeah, pleasure to be on here. I'm I'm the worst at these intros, but uh, you know, basically just TikTok marketing is my main thing. Um, so I have like a big creator network that I, you know, assigned to my own brands, to partner brands, client brands, and just been in this space for quite a while. Started, you know, by being a creator for my own brand, did that for a long time, learned the game really well, started teaching others and kind of evolved into this, which was more complicated than I'm putting it out to be right there, but very much have it dialed these days and, you know, just try to blow up brands on TikTok, all organic marketing. What are some of the brands that you've like worked with? Uh, I mean, so I'm not going to get into like the exact ones, just like, just for, I don't even know if they'd want me to, I'm, I'm yeah. sure they wouldn't care, but, um, mostly supplement brands these days. Like we're very dialed in supplements. Um, and then the second one is like software and apps. So it makes sense with you guys. So when you got started, um, were you where when you first got started did you get started with tiktok initially or like were you doing like instagram stuff before and then in tiktok came out or were you born straight into like the tiktok stuff yeah so i haven't been in this space for like in e-com and online business very long it's like getting close to four years now because I'm, I'm 22 did it i was uh you know on covid year from college home and uh was trying to like figure out drop shipping and I was trying to do Facebook ads and I just like stumbled on TikTok and I was like, post, it should go to show you how like little I knew at the time. Like I was like, oh, I'm just going to post on Instagram and TikTok. And so our Facebook ads will perform better. You know, like I didn't know anything. Yeah. Um, and one like randomly popped off and I was like, okay, wait, I could like, I, I can do this. Like this makes sense to me. You know, no one was doing it at that time. Mm-hmm. We were like, like June, 2020, like I didn't even know there was a brand on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Well, I know you might not want to mention some of the brands, but like just for context for the audience, because like we spoke with a few people and they were like, you just talk to Jimmy, he'll solve your problem. Uh, so like how many views in total do you think you guys have? 
have pulled off for some of the brands like on in, in total or or yeah. on a weekly basis or something well the, the first product i ran was the color changing swimwear mm-hmm. um that was like our first one that was the one i ran to like a million followers mm-hmm. like and that was your own brand uh-huh yeah with my own two hands yeah did all the videos myself um so that was the first one and then sold that in like 2022 it was like some bullshit though like by the end it pretty much died we had a really strong like top run and then you know just typical just didn't know how to scale it too young too dumb mm-hmm. whatever um and then your question was uh who like how many views in oh, how many views guys? sorry yeah yeah like, so that one 20 million no in total for like all the brands you worked with yeah well i split them up because there's like one there's like the first side where it's like the swimwear was like my own two hands. So we did like 250 million with that, you know, where I really did it myself. And then the rest were just managed campaigns. We're still like, you know, my work, but it's just two different things. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that one I've done like another 750. 750. Uh, so I like just recently, like I like probably passed a billion somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah. Uh-huh. So every week you guys are pulling in millions of views from your video. Dude, in Creators Corner now, like we're doing like 15 million a day. Wow. Uh, sometimes more. Yeah. Uh, and how many creators in total are in the in the network you'd say 225 right now 225 we're going by the day though uh-huh that's a lot of views per creator yeah so like that's like that's what's really changed you know and that's why it works so well is because it's a coaching program right like that's the difference between you know the billows the sure. the joint brands all that like there's no training involved there they're just like it's like hey free for all get in there let's see what y'all can do i mean i have the experience like when we built trend we had to make it a vetted network where we had to onboard them because like if you if you use any of these other platforms or databases like it's bs like you know the challenges you know those creators are gonna get the product they're gonna like go ghost you yep um and 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 like that's a value of a network which is you have the leverage and the power to say if you mess around we're gonna kick you out yeah 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 and the other platform really has that because mm-hmm. they know they're they have the leverage and that the platform will kick out the creator but you actually will probably mm-hmm. right yeah just definitely punishment yeah we've yeah. kicked people out before but like definitely like you know it's very key i also think it's different like uh from what i've seen i mean I guess it was different for you, but um, a lot of those platforms, like, aren't, I can tell they're not owned by brand owners. Mm-hmm. I'm like, like, it's just basic stuff you're missing here. You know, like, like for example, the first video, one of the first five videos in the course is literally like, if you don't post, like, you've committed capital murder. You're at like, you know, like, if you promise someone 30 posts in a month and you do 20, like, mm-hmm. you will never hear the end of it for me, you know? Well, let's, let's talk about like the word UGC because, um, so like, for example, we were selling UGC, but it was just the content. So the brave got the licensing rights and they used it for ads. Mm-hmm. So distribution wasn't baked in there, mm-hmm. but you are doing it with an angle that has distribution. So can you walk us through what working with you looks like, like what you guys do? So yeah, UGC is just like for ease of explaining, like honestly, UGC is more referring to like what you're talking about with like probably using for paid ads, right? So you're paying per video, you get one video, it's usually pretty edited. You get a good amount of like it's probably scripted too honestly yeah like that's just not the style if we do it's more of like a some people probably call it organic ugc i call it just like tiktok creators mm-hmm. you know just freelance creators much more from the hip much more you know like you know kind of wild content not scripted you know there's there's not much touch point from there it's mostly on the creators end and they're posting it all themselves yeah brand accounts all like subsidiaries like it's like the you know tabs method kind of thing right sweet so well, 
I'd love for if you like took us back because you said you did this yourself. And like, I think a lot of the times the best way of building a business is like when you're an operator yourself and you know how to do something, like then you can help others be able to tap into that. Right. So why don't you take us back to the swimmer brand um, that you were building? What was it? What was the content that you were working? What started to pop off? Like, just take us back there. So I haven't thought about it in a while, honestly. Um, so you're just wondering like, uh, like what, what do, you, what do you want about content or just like, yeah, like what were you doing? Like what type of content were you creating that was like working and made you pop to like however many million views you were doing for the well, brand? Back at that time, it was a lot of like trend content um, was like really hot back then. But the main thing I learned that like I still like a lot of the stuff I still use to this day, you know, like three, three and a half years ago. Uh, but the main thing I learned was like emotion sparking, like how to make people like anything that goes viral always boils down to some kind of emotion spark, right? It's like, talk about a funny video. Uh, what do you do when you see a funny video? You laugh, like physically laugh, like you feel some type of emotion. You watch the whole thing through because you're laughing so hard. You like it. You comment laughing emojis and then you send it to a friend who probably think it's funny, right? Like obviously that's going to make you go viral. You know, engagement correlates with virality on TikTok, right? So I was like, okay. You know, I started to realize like these videos like with, with uh, color changing swimwear, like there were so many like viral angles, you know, there was like, what happens if you pee? How does it work? Like, there was just like, whoa, is this real? Is this edited? Like is, you know, what other colors do you have? All these like inherent like interests that would come from it. And we would just backtrack that and reverse engineer it in every single video, right? Even if it was just a stupid little trend TikTok that was 10 seconds. What did that look like though, from like a scripting ideas? Cause like, this was before you had the process, like, uh-huh. you know, so like, what, what would it look like once you figured that out? Are you like, let, let's come up with like 50 possible emotion triggers or uh-huh. something as the founder too of the company? Yeah. So like every creator will say something different here. Yeah. Um, but I think most will relate to this that at least like practice my ideology and like my group, like you don't even think once you get it, like it's literally like a language you speak, like when you like. You know, when you become fluent in like Spanish or something, like, I don't know if you guys speak other languages, yeah. but I'm like starting to get better. And like, I've realized when you really start to learn another language, you don't even translate. For sure. Yeah. I speak Spanish and people ask me, do you dream or think in Spanish or English? I'm like, I don't know. I don't even. Yeah. It's like, it's it. not another language, yeah. right? It's like, it is the language. Right. Right. It's the same thing with content. I feel like you kind of just like, you take inspiration from some places. I'm sure like we did a lot of like saving stuff to folders and certain audios we'd save so then we'd use that like that was kind of the backbone of it but it wasn't like you know there was not really brainstorming like it was very much just like i already know what i'm gonna do here Mm -hmm. you know and how has that changed from then till now i'd say i'd say most of my creators are practicing that too like there's obviously the period where you gotta understand it Mm -hmm. you know so very much we teach people how to build toolboxes like if you build a toolbox you can pretty much do anything you know it's like okay you give me a uh a problem solving product. I know I'm going to use a contrast framework, basically say like, here's the problem. Here's the solution. You know, how, here's how I used to use this. I used to be in this scenario before this product versus after, you know, I already have that. Like there's, there's certain things you can follow or like, you know, if it's like a proprietary product, right. Then I'll do like a storyline where it's like, uh, I had this problem. That's why I created this. It has this feature. It's like, there's like a toolbox shit, you know, to this. And there's different ways you can move that around. But I mean, once you, once you get that, it's like, like one of my best creators, Sydney was talking about this. She's like, I just look and I know, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, that's why I have to review that. I told you guys a lot about this. Like most products I turn away. Cause I'm like, dude, 
I don't, there's nothing there. Mm -hmm. There's nothing to work off. Like if I don't have something, the product is extremely important. How do you know that? What are the core elements you look for, I guess? Like it's basically, it's gotta be viral, right? So it's like, if I looked at LaCroix, like I would never take on LaCroix as a product. Like, what am I going to do with that? You know, maybe I could do some memes, but like that's some big company marketing shit. That doesn't move the needle on like pushing products, right? When I see something like, like a, a supplement, right? I know I can do a ton of education around it, right? Like I can, like, especially if it's a new supplement, I don't want some, like, I don't want magnesium. I want like she legit, yeah, you yeah. know, where it's like wild looking. It has real, real benefits, like real, like customers that love it, you know, can actually, you know, have some kind of education and benefit to the customer. Mm -hmm. That kind of stuff works, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, I'll, we'll have to chat later, but I, I'm working on a supplement that I think you'll, you'll like okay. a lot. But um, <laughs> no, the next question I was going to ask is talk to me a little bit about your transition to working with other creators, right? Because like you had your own company and like now, like you're saying, you manage a network of probably 225 of some of the best creators who actually know how to create yeah. organic content that goes viral. But were you? Whoa, sorry, sorry to interrupt. But actually, on that note, you mentioned, I, I don't want to skip this part. You mentioned one of your best creators. You saw her and you know, like, but these are creators that you're spotting before they're huge, mm. right? Like, well, I was saying that she just knows when she sees a product or something. Oh, but that did happen okay. too, funny enough. Yeah. Like, as soon as I saw her, I was like, I know you're. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. But also, I'm sure a bunch of the creators who have come through your program, like, they're getting better at the content that I've oh, created yeah. and then they blow up. Too, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Together. So, so walk me through, I guess, your transition from having your own brand, like knowing a couple other creators, like what, what came next? How'd you start working with others on, on this sort of thing? So it started, like I uh, started posting about shit on Twitter yeah. and that's how I like built like my network of just like friends and stuff. Um, so posted on Twitter, whatever, grew a following pretty quickly. Cause like TikTok was like, when I first started posting on Twitter, bro, in like 2021, people were like, what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> like what, like, like you're, you're going viral and making like, you know, you've done a hundred K in a month. Like that's, is that possible? And now we've done like, you know, like it's gotten so much bigger, but they're like, what the, what, like, what is this kid on? They're like, what, what's your TikTok ad strategy? I'm like, dude, this is organic. Yeah. Right. So I just like went really hard at that and like natural, like, you know, build off that was like, I had a community. So I built this other community it still runs to this day. It's going strong. The collective where it was just like, you know, TikTok, drop shipping, e-commerce brands, blah, blah, blah. Just like had my two partners who do like, you know, my boys, Cal and Luca, who do TikTok marketing too. And we just, you know, chugged along there. The thing was like, and we had this channel, still have it to this day. It's honestly a great resource for anyone out there. But uh, opportunities channel, right? Where we just like, people were posting jobs. I was posting my jobs. Like, cause I like basically had like a little TikTok agency after like my brand and stuff that I was just doing. And, you know, people would come through, people maybe drop shipping on the side, being creators. And I was like, all the people that I took that went really hard on it were like getting their lives changed. Like my girl, Sydney, for example, like, you know, she was like a failed drop shipper turned creator, like changed her life, you know, like put a hundred K in her bank account in six months, you know? And I was like, okay, she's 19. I'm like, <laughs> okay, this makes a lot of sense. And like, I'm trying to do these campaigns and I don't even have enough talent. But every time I get someone, they get such better results than this whole like drop shipping crap, you know, which you guys know takes three, four months of being a lunatic, yeah. you know, like being in the trenches, losing money, all this. Like it doesn't make sense for everyone. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. And and like a huge thing with TikTok drop shipping mm -hmm. is like the percent. Like I'm telling you, it's like the number one thing I look at, right? Turn away 90% of people. 
So now expect a beginner to figure that out. That took me three years to yeah, figure out. Yeah. Like, it's just ridiculous. You know, I can give you a checklist. You still probably won't fi- be able to figure it out um, if you just haven't been through it. Uh, so I'm like, okay, Sydney's coming over here, tapping into these good products I already have and these clients. You know, she doesn't have to do anything. Everything's profit. Maxes out her commissions. This TikTok dropshipping shit. Like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna make this like a thing. Like, this has to be a thing, mm. you know? And we already wanted to do like an inner circle kind of coaching thing. But I never was hot on the dropshipping stuff. I'm like, I'll teach it for 50 bucks a month. I don't know about taking 3000 from someone. Mm-hmm. Like, even though I can get them, like, some people, it's just so hard, bro. And I want to work downstream. So I'm like, let's do it for creators. Like, then we can funnel more talent into our own brands, put them on better products. Every single person I know for a fact, even if you're a total beginner, I can make you money. Mm-hmm. You know, as, as little as 300 bucks, right? It's really unique too because we'll hire 20 people per brand. Mm-hmm. Like what other space are you doing that on? You know, not closers, not copywriters, not email marketers. They yeah. hire one or two of those. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, I only need 10 of these and five of them I'm going to own. Mm-hmm. Right. And then partner brands and we're off to the races. So that was like the progression. I was running out of people and I was like, that's a problem. But everyone that I still get is getting results. So how do I fix that? Mm-hmm. And so with this, so you created... How did you think about the business model? Because like one of the things you're thinking is like, well, Sydney's making a hundred grand a month. How do I get to me making a hundred or a million uh-huh. a month? Um, if it's like, is it capped? It's like you can only and so many people can join. How did you think about your business model through that? Okay, to be fair, Sydney not making a hundred grand a month. She made a hundred grand in six months. Six months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just to be clear, because there is like kind of like a cap. I think honestly, yeah. like a, it's not something. Like I wouldn't ex- like expect creators to make a hundred grand a month. Yeah, like yeah, that would just sure. be so much. Yeah. Um, but like it's a it's like genuinely I've not seen any other industry out there here. It's like it's good money. You're making straight profit though. You know, straight profit. Yeah. It's the easiest way to like put just cash in your bank account and like make ten to twenty k. You know, like that's like very normal. And you have time to like then start your ecom brand or whatever it is you want to do. By the time they're going and now like some of my students are launching brands and yeah. fucking killing it, yeah. right? Because they're like. Oh, I already know what to do. Yeah. Like, I just get the prize, like a client. Mm-hmm. Boom. You know, and they they already know what they're doing. So how did you think about your business model? Honestly, I think I got kind of lucky too. Like I saw it and I was like, I think this can work. Like whatever. Like, because my goal is like, all right. I was already working with Robert Oliver. Like that's my like partner on, on the supplement brands. Older guy, straight beast. Like one of them. Is that the guy that works at Mo? By chance or no? No, he doesn't oh, work okay. with Mo. No, but uh, similar setup to what Mo does, where he has like the older kind of main partner funding everything. And then like, well, I'm in like the operator, take equity, get a retainer, you know. Um, but that's like my brother, Rob. And he's like, you know, my mentor in this. And so I'm like, I'm already doing this. And I actually wanted to scale further with him. That's why I was like, okay, how do I get more creators? And also how do I generate more cash flow? Because it's like, you know, brands are very much like an equity play. Like I have not seen very many e-commerce brand owners taking more than a mil a year, mm-hmm. like ever, even at the highest of scales. Yeah. You know, it's very much like an equity place. So I'm like, want to generate more cash flow that helps the brands, gets people results, brings more people in and just, and then get away from the agency model. Like, you know, I was like in the agency model, I was taking small cuts, you know, like 30%, whatever, and had to still pay all my creators. And it was just like, harder to manage communication wasn't better so i'm like how can i deliver a better place there everything just kept coming back i spent so many nights like going to bed thinking about it i was like everything just kept coming back to like wait this could actually work right where 
the brands can get better experience, creators can get better experience, and my brands can, you know, do yeah. And I can make a ton of yeah. money. I'm like, all right. Just kept coming back. Yeah. And then talk to us a little bit about, I, I think when, when we'd been talking before, you were like kind of like the golden moment for you was when you had all your creators and you like flipped the model. So you went from what was just like a network of like different creators who you're like sourcing deals to, to being like, no, 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 we're blending coaching where we all level up together, but you have to pay to be in it. Like, so just tell me how that, that like flip switch and everything changed. Well, that was it right there. That was just walking through, you know? Um, and like, I'll even say numbers, like with my TikTok agency, I think the most, I already had like money, you know? So it wasn't really like, I wasn't worried about it, but like the most I ever made in a month was maybe like 15, 20 K, you know, I was just making like, you know, a little 10, 20 a month. And I was like, oh, dude, and it was like, just not fulfilling. Like I knew I wasn't at my best. So that's like, there it is. There's this, I'm like, all right, the brands are paying me and I'm then paying the creators and taking a cut. What if the brand owners work directly with the creators? I train the creators. So basically no more brands paying me. I'm going to get these creators to fucking pay me. You know, like I'm making Sydney 20K a month or 10K a month, whatever it was at the time. I'm like, she's getting more of a, she's getting more of a thing with the brands. You know, I'm like, bro, I should just get, you know, I'm just going to get them. I can do this again. Like every time I know I can do it. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, let's switch this around. And just like immediately, you know, like, and I had the full network. I've always been a big believer, like my reputation matters. So I had a lot of people who were ready to do this kind of thing with me, you know, like discord people, you know, our, the launch like did extremely well. Cause our discord like loves us. Um, and you know, it just switched and now, you know, it's like hundred K a month, you know, it's like, boom, you know? Well, and, and one thing we always talk about is it's just funny from like consumer psychology point of view. Sometimes like when people pay for something, like they value it more as well. So it's almost like the creators who are now like paying to be in it, like they're like, I'm paying for this. Like I need to level my shit up to make, make more. Accountability is like the most important thing in their creator space. Otherwise it's not going to work. If they don't have skin in the game, like it's just, it's, that's why, that's why I'm not a believer in any network. Like when people really come to me and say like, what should I use for you know, for creators to post and et cetera. It's like, don't use like a platform like Grin. You're just going to waste like 30 grand because there's no accountability. Yeah. Like even, even at Trend, we were like, you know, we were just like, I, I think one of the biggest solutions we had is like have them add their credit card and like, so they know they're responsible and get billed if the product is taken. Cause like, ah, you, that's hella smart. You, you know that like, what happens if we try to do this in house as a brand and you're like, oh, I just heard this podcast. I, I can do this. You're going to ship 30 products. You're not going to hear back from 28 of those creators. Yes. And like, if you hear back, like they're also not going to post on time when you thought they were. Uh -huh. So, um, yeah, let's talk about that. Like what, what are, um, like how do you, why should brands not try to do it themselves or like, should they? It's hard to say. I'm going to be honest, like if they're, if the people aren't, and I'm not saying that every time it's perfect, you know, like you guys, has, has, has your campaign started yet? I know Xander's man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It started? Yeah. People are posted? Yeah. Like how deep are you guys? How far? A week? Like okay. not even a week, like okay. five days probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like, you know, it's never guaranteed, you know, it's content. Yeah. And like we've talked about like your guys' product is like tougher than, you know, some of mine, but we'll see how it goes. But regardless, like. Dude, I, I ain't gonna lie. Like, if if the creators aren't through us, like for this organic style of trying to push, you know, like millions of views, whatever. Yeah. I just I genuinely don't know a single other agency person, whatever, that can do it without my people 
past five creators. Yeah. I've never, the only brand I've ever seen do it is, is better brand health. Yeah. The only other brand I've seen do it, yeah. you know, every single one. If you see an account or if you see like a brand on TikTok that has 10, 15, 20 accounts all under their name, you know, like Moe's brands, Fez's brands, like all those, like they're from me. Those are my, those are like, those are, those are my students. Yeah. You know? Like, so. Yeah. And I'd love to next kind of talk about, cause you guys are in literally the world of creators. You guys are constantly talking about trends, how to build content or whatever. So if you just had to drop some knowledge about like what kind of discourse goes on in the discord right now, like what are you guys talking about? What kind of topics, what are people trying to learn? All that sort of stuff. TikTok shop, baby. <laughs> like on, on see, that's a bummer. You guys can't even tap into that, you know? So, but TikTok shop is unreal. Not least with this product, but maybe with with the song. Yeah, I gotta be able to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh my god, that shit is no joke, man. Like TikTok Shop is just like, like one of our internal brands. For the only thing with like a uh, TikTok Shop is like approvals are really hard. So like, like they can be. There's not the greatest support with them. You have to like really know someone. But one of our internal brands just finally got approved after all these different, you know, takedowns, whatever. You know, they had they probably have 30, 40 of our people signed, whatever. And it was like starting to die down. Like they've been around a while and boom, we get on TikTok shop. And like, I just have a minority stake in this. I have like 10%. And regardless this other guy operates it, he's like, all right, finally got approved. Like, let's go. So I'm like posting, they have their own little management discord, right? That's how all Xander probably has an internal one for you guys. Mm-hmm. Set up, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I really don't be in the nitty gritty of those. Like, you know, like there's not an agency, yeah. you know, it's a coaching thing. Like for I let sure. you guys go, I check in on it and stuff, but Posting the thing. Hey, we're on TikTok shop. Let's go. First day. And you know how they limited 200 orders? 200 orders. Bang. You know, it's like $7,000. Okay. All right. Next day, 7000 Today, by 2 p.m., 7000 It's just like, dude, it's so overpowered. And all the creators know that their commissions are like really well tracked. Orders are really like, it's so native. TikTok, I really am convinced. And I'm not one to say this. is like pushing those videos. Yeah. Um, like, bet. I had... Yeah, I just had my highest like creator commission month I've ever seen, like for one of my students. So um, seven grand is the revenue of the products. And then what do the creators get from that? Like 30%? Uh, 15. 15. 15. And uh-huh. so that is how TikTok's commission program works? No, you can change it. I think uh, I think they're running 15 to 20. As the brand owner? Uh-huh. Or like, oh, I see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can make it none. Oh, I see. Uh, okay. You can make it none. Yeah, so TikTok shop is a very big focus. Like all my creators are obsessed with it. Yeah, and so it's capping, like it's capping the earnings, I guess, and then it's capping the sales. So TikTok shop is like being really aggressive on like making sure everything is like very white hat on all the brands. And I'm like extremely impressed by it. Like that's how you do it. Like Shopify, I think like that was like honestly a major mess up by them, right? Like dropshipping is not a net positive for customer experience. Like that's like why why do you think Shopify converts at two percent and Amazon converts at twenty? Exactly. You know, that's why I love Amazon. Most of our brands are Amazon focused. Um, TikTok shop is like that though. Like if you don't ship out within five days, you like you're getting hit. You know, you're getting hit. Like really they want you to do it in three and then they give you an extended period. If you don't do it then, like, you know, you get like three, four strikes. That's good. It's amazing, right? That's exactly what Amazon did. Yeah. You know? Um, and like they're doing already doing FBT fulfilled by tiktok like eventually it'll all be that you know it's like just like fba um it's amazon's threat honestly it's it's i i know that like amazon is talking a lot about this shit you know and 
who knows what will happen. Like, I, I would not be surprised if they lobby it and just try and take it to the ground. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, like genuinely. Yeah. But the thing is, is they tried that so many times. I, I wouldn't even care if they did. Yeah. He has a TikTok dude. Like, I would go to whatever's what next. Whatever's left. But we'll be on reels, you but, know, whatever I mean, it is. Right. But it, it's just, it's just crazy to see, right? Because it's like everyone kind of knows that like creators are like part of the equation, but no one's like handled them. Like, so Facebook messed up, right? When they launched their Instagram shopping because like Crap. they didn't care about like the creators at all. They just made like some sort of storefront and there was like no integration. It wasn't about the creators. And then Amazon's got like obviously their affiliate program, but it's not like a native. Uh, yeah, like, it's TikTok. decent. Yeah, yeah, it's decent. But yeah, there's no like. It's not social media. Exactly. No. So, Jerry, I have a question on like the, so like from this method specifically, you also have the method, not not that you do, but there's also the method, you have two options as a brand owner. It's like, okay, I either try to create, like have the creators create the, the content and the distribution on a new page, or I can pay influencers to post. <laughs> How do you feel about that approach? Do you think it's good combining both or like, like, let's say I have a 10K budget. I pretty much have to choose between those two. Like, do I want to manage 10 creators or do I want to roll the dice and pay a grand or so a post? Like, how do you feel about the strategy of having influencers post compared to this? I think they're both great. Like, yeah, yeah we do both. Yeah. You know, so, so on that note, I think one of the, the reason I asked you is because the negotiation aspect is like the hard part of like paying influencers. Sometimes mm, if you facts. don't know what you're doing, you can blow through 10, 20 grand Easy. and, um, and get no results. Or, you know, some of the, some of the challenges I faced in the past is like the creator really works for you and then they three X the price on you or something. Mm. So like, how do you think about what advice do you have for brands when it comes to negotiation for posts? Do you measure it by CPM or do you just like, you just see and you know? So when you say creators, you're talking like my type of people? No, like, raise like the price? sorry, influencer. Oh, influencers raise the price? Yeah. Like, okay. so let's say you do a post. Okay, well, we're going to do one test for like 1500 uh, And then, you know, it blows up a few million views. And then you're like, all right, I want three. I want four posts. And they're like, well, now it's like five grand, three grand or whatever. Uh, I think you kind of just give. Am I allowed to swear? Yeah. yeah I think kind of just give. But, you know. Like the, the part of the game. Yeah, you right. Know? The only way to have leverage against that is just to have a big enough volume of like other creators yeah. you're talking with. Right, which is a, like hard. Like there's a, influencer stuff is hard. You know, honestly, like if someone wanted to do this, like the influencer model of like like someone managing those campaigns really well is like not a common service. You know, like I look for those like kind of not common services, like kind of like the organic stuff, like really having trained people. Yeah. Having like good influencer manager can like really beat that out. You know, I asked Sander, I asked him, I was like, what did you do? He's like, well, I did it really well. And then also turns out that not because you're a creator means you know how to manage other creators. And so like he was good at that. So like you spotted that. Yeah. Like that gave that gave me a lot of confidence because it's like, oh, Jimmy isn't just putting him there because he was just a creator. Oh, yeah. He was a creator and he knows how to manage. Oh, yeah. It's very, that, the management side, and I'm talking, like, I, that's creator stuff. I was talking about influencers too, but management stuff is a very, like, invite only in my group. Like, you got to really show me, like, the only people who get invited, I have three, three, that, the only people out of 200, you know, whatever. Um, they have to basically have never missed a post in their life. That just goes to show me you're on top of your shit, you know? Uh, done over 50 million views. And then you have to be like a really quick text responder. And I know if I do that, like if you, 
If you texted Xander right now, he'd respond within 30 minutes. I guarantee you. Yeah. You know, like he does. And it's like, how much does that mean to you? Like a lot, you know, that's the best kind of like agency to work with or, you know, person to have under you is just like on top of their shit. Right. That in influencer stuff, you know, someone who can manage uh, product gifting and all that, like that space is like really not well tapped. Like yeah. the only options I've seen are like uh, some big like Twitter. I'm not going to say their names, obviously, but like big Twitter agencies where they're like ridiculous budgets. They charge you per like person they send out to, uh-huh. you know, it's just not well done at all. Yeah. I thought about like my friend was thinking about doing a coaching program kind of thing where they train people that do that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Around like product seeding at like yeah. scale and the management of it and like thousands of yeah. products. Yeah. And like product seeding and also like big influencer, like, you know, like, so, cause it, it's really valuable if you can like, you know, manage that. Yeah. And lock down the right one. I know we talk about like product seeding in the influencer space a lot, but like. Oh, we do it in the software space, which it's actually something that we started. We were like, wait, why don't we create the software version of product seeding? It's like mm. use coupons and we started doing it. And it's like, well, we, we don't have the problem of having to ship the product. Yeah, which is like a major problem, yeah, bro. Yeah. Like, major problem. Yeah. We are really excited to announce that DTC Pod is officially part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. The HubSpot Podcast Network is the audio destination for business professionals. And we're really excited about being part of the network because we're going to be able to keep growing the show, bringing you guys amazing guests and obviously helping you guys learn from the best founders, marketers, and builders of the most successful consumer brands. So anyway, keep listening to DTC Pod and more shows like us on the HubSpot Podcast Network at hubspot.com slash podcast network. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of more logistics in the physical product space. You're shipping the product. You want to make sure the unboxing is right. Like, oh. Communication is locked down. Like there's so much more to it than, than you know, here's an email and enter this code. Yeah, yeah. You know, TikTok shops also making influencer campaigns a lot better. Yeah. So why don't, why don't we talk about how how are they how are they doing it for the influencer campaign? Are they doing anything different there, or is it just the same? Do you guys remember TikTok Creator Marketplace? Yeah. What, you remember yeah. that back in the day? People yeah. used to talk about it a lot. It was never that I, special. Right. Then we took know? off. Yeah. Now it's like you know they they like merged it, so it's like it is TikTok shop now, and you can like go in your back end and like invite creators, and you can see the data because it's native TikTok data, the sales they're pushing. Yeah. So the rates are going to get ridiculous for some of these creators probably, right? But dude, like I, I genuinely, like most most creators on TikTok shop top affiliates are strictly on affiliate, which is like unheard of, bro. Like we don't do any strictly affiliate stuff. Um, there's a whole reason for that. But, you know, with TikTok shop, you know, people are, are interested in doing that because it is so. But if you think about it, Ramon, like for the creators, right? Like- if even on Instagram, like you're managing an entire business process, negotiating with brands, every single one TikTok shop, you just go in there and you're like, all right, here's what I'm, here's what I'm posting today. Like your business is right there inside your content creation platform. So as a creator, like, and they can just request the top ones, yeah. you know? So if you get a top one, like it really snowballs. I'm like involved in a couple of campaigns where they're like probably top 50 TikTok shop brands. You know, you know, like top 10 are doing like 500K a day, right? what no like i'm not kidding like this shit is no joke brother yeah. guru nanda half a million a day half a million a day that's why uh rise supplements yeah half a million a day like I, I knew the kid from rise um yeah that's crazy so it's it's serious like but like i know someone that's in like the top 50 though mm-hmm. um and one of my creators just that was that was he was working for that brand had the highest month he's at like i've ever seen 50k a month 
What's funny is that like now people are engineering brands for TikTok virality. Yeah. Like launching brands with the concept. Oh, we do. Like, yeah. Uh, so you, so let's talk about this. So like you, do you, um, are you making brands? Do you own or operate brands? Uh-huh. So I have like minority stakes in all of them, like in like five. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just the best setup for me. Cause like I'm good at one thing and I let the rather, you know, oh, other sure. carry the rest. Um, and I'm actively launching more. And I'm going to cap out after this round, I think, you know, like, I don't think you should have 20, but like, I'll probably have seven or eight, maybe all supplements. All yeah. Supplements. <laughs> yeah. That's my niche, bro. That's my niche. You know, I have some friends that are all in like weed products. I have some friends that are all in, uh, golf, you know, there's, there's skincare, there's different stuff. Supplement is my thing. Rob's the goat of it. Like he has all that tap down. He helps. He sold a big supplement brand. So it just makes sense. You and know? there's like network effects if you become the product maker in the niche because now you have the creator network and the relationships. Like if you do golf, like you just keep plugging yeah. products and you already have all the golf influencer relationships well, built yeah, out. The, the hard thing is like even if you're in if you're in software, if you're in golf, if you're in skincare, like the creators who are doing stuff for skincare, like if you want to launch a golf product now, it's like a totally different network. So if you're in the same space and people already know how to create the content that mm-hmm. speaks to those audiences. You're not having to go like reinvent the wheel every different Yeah, product. and I have the same managers who run the same, you know, Discord server. I put them all on the same Discord server. Like it just, it just makes sense, you know. Apps is like in software though. Like I, I have a, I have one, one small one, an app that I have a stake in and I fucking love it. Yeah. Like, God, there's no competition in that space. My problem is that like, I would never be, I don't understand it. Like I don't know how to dev. I don't know how to do any of that. I would definitely get fucked if I tried to do it. Yeah. But like, I would for sure be way richer if I did understand it and just ran that. Ecom marketers are like some of the best, bro. They are. Dude, like, no, that's, you know, we always, we always joke about it because we're like, our podcast, it's like all e-commerce focused. We're talking to the best marketers in e-commerce or some product. And then we build like software all the time. So we're able to just like understand what's happening in e-commerce, what the latest trends are. And apply it to SaaS where they're operating like it's 10 years ago. So the difference is what I've realized is that e-com, why you got to be such a good marketer is you already lost half your profit yeah. every time you ship a product. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, right? you know, There's you got margin for you, 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 you ain't got nothing else. Like with team product, I know for a fact you maximum got like 50 left, you know, 50%, maybe. <laughs> it's funny when we have Mo here, he was like, marketing and no, no marketing is never a problem <laughs> like because like you just have to be a good marketer yeah um, when you're doing e-com yeah and then it's like then you go but then you go to software or whatever all they care about is product right which is a good thing and a bad thing because then they you know they focus so much on product you know God, yeah dude well it's good for us because like not a lot of people are really focused on distribution we are yeah the main difference too is like software you have so many different channels of growth like you can do biz dev, you can do partnerships, you can do SEO, you can do where it's like creators are a new vertical. It was all ads. Oh, for, for, right. for consumer product and selling products online even, right? Like, right. So the, the, the two being able to have products that you're selling online and have creators creating content that's being distributed online and literally being able to purchase it there. That wasn't, that wasn't a thing. That's so why like you a- guys like have to cry. Like, dude, I literally after this, I'm like, I'm like, I didn't know that you guys like fully started. Like, I'm yeah. gonna text Sander. Like, dude, Yo, some you of the videos do it, we were looking, they're really good. They're, they're looking yeah, good. The content. No, so, so we were calm. We we saw the content and we're like, dude, like this is great. Okay, great, great content. Like, okay. if we looked at, we're like, it's just a matter of time. Okay, go cool. up. Yeah. No, I'm like, I'll yeah. text Sander. Like, yeah, lock the fuck in, because you guys have to do it. You know, because now it's like 
you just get one bro also software converts so like so high typically yeah um you get one pace for the whole campaign then you funnel it back into the other people it becomes this giant flywheel everyone else gets inspired you gamify the group like bro as soon as you get one or two of them like everything changes so how do you um okay well you work with the creators you're are they do they mostly let me take a step back how do you how do you deal with retaining creators and how do you advise brands to be able to retain creators are we going to move to a model where brands are just going to have to hire them full time or like that's also hard because like they're making so much more in commissions like maybe it goes back to the what you said it's the nature of the game like you're going to lose some you're going to yeah this is i really like this question because i had someone kind of like like have some fucking attitude with me about this the other day they were like coming from a brand. They came from a good place, but they're like, uh, they had like a growth agency, right? So they do full stock, whatever. And they're obviously, you know, there's no one that does TikTok well, bro. There just isn't, you know? So they're, they're using some of our people and I had a creator quit on them. They're like, yo, I'm going to something else. You know, like I'm not doing that well for you. And they were like, yo, no, no, no. Like, like, why are you leaving? Like, they're like, we want to build a long-term thing with you. Like, and then she kind of told them, she's like, yo, it's, this is typical, bro. Like, you know, this is like, you know, like I, the longest I go is like four to six months, you know, like I max out my viral thing and then sometimes I'll revisit it. But you know, this is kind of how it works. And this dude was like, seems like you guys don't care. Like all this. I'm like, no, like, bro, we care. This is why, like, you know, it's, it's the nature of a game is it's a revolving door, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like, you come in, it's, everyone's going to be there for a month. Best ones you resign. You know, and you just keep going until it doesn't look like it can go any longer. And some people will go indefinitely, right? Like for my own brand, I was a creator for, you know, whatever it was, almost two years, right? Still getting views. Yeah. Um. So like some people will go that long, right? But if you don't do well, they already know like, all right, I'll just get another brand. The, the demand's infinite, right? For sure. But that's why I manage the supply of brands. I make sure only the best ones come in. They don't really compete with each other. They make sense like if they lose one, they can go to another. Like I always make sure they're amply supplied there. But what's your long-term vision with that? Because you could be making three, five times as much money if you're like, oh, let them let come in. A brand? You know? Yeah, like your selection with brands, why Why is that? What is the long-term vision here? Because you could be think- making five times uh-huh. more money if you yeah. want. And like, yeah, I don't really like charge the brands much either. You know, like, like for example, like your campaign that made sense, like I shouldn't even putting this out but i waved it you know i was like yo like well, let's just see what it does first right so i'm already making my money bro mm-hmm. i've already i've already got it from the creators you know and and i also don't want to be liable for like things you know like xander's doing that you know whatever but uh and xander's the manager you know but regardless like i know i'm still missing out like because i know i know how in demand this is like i can tell like uh, the way i have people hit my phone and like yeah. just follow up with me and like you know, do the most and try to scout my people. Like, I know what this is, Yeah. you know? So I've had software people reach out to me and be like, yo, like, I want to build this. Mm-hmm. Um, like one guy in specific. And it made me realize, I was like, you know, like, you know, this could be something really serious. And like, I can imagine like kind of, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with like Closeify. I think I've heard, I think I've heard SaaS. it's a software, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like salespeople, right? And they had like a similar model where it's like you pay entry and then you pay monthly you know, and I don't know for the brand side of it. So I'm like thinking like, you know, maybe there's some kind of way of that. I would never make it a free for all because that would ruin my creator's results. And like if I let, if I let LaCroix in there or, you know, like I'm trying to think of some of the stupid brands that hit me up. Like, <laughs> like, uh, do I get so many dumb products? Like skincare, I don't touch. I don't do clothing. 
I don't do any skincare Why? stuff. Why? Unless it's like very specific special ingredients. Think like, oh, every girl buys skincare. Like that is the hottest product. Yeah, no, it's it's really hard to package into videos. Yeah. And it's like in one of the most competitive e-com categories in the game. People will lose triple their, pro like, you know. Just to get it out. Yeah. Like, yeah. And especially there's a lot of skincare stuff that'll be like recurring. They'll gift the first like whatever subscription just to get them hooked and all yeah that sort of dude stuff. people come to me all the time and they're like dude like i'll tell them like there's maybe a 10 percent chance this works and they'll be like i don't care like i'll pay you like i'll do it all up front <laughs> and yeah. i've done that before you know where i'm like all right dude like whatever like we can do this you and know then like, you're like it wasn't worth it I no it wasn't bro every time i've taken the time and like found like a rob where i'm like i know this can work and like like just can you ride with me like it's been 10x worth my time you know so so i mean so basically you you've teased brands throughout this podcast episode of like how good of an opportunity this is <laughs> but then but then you've said nobody knows how to do it and i don't want to do it so so like what advice let's say i'm a brand listening and i'm like fuck then what do i do like should I take a stab at doing it myself? Yeah. Or, or so, like, what should I do if okay. I'm a brand? Okay, let's get this. Let's let's give some value here. So, like, if you have a good product that has viral potential, you should 100% be doing this, right? Let's say you have some competitors who are murdering in this space. That would be a sign to me. If you have something that's, like, a massive improvement off of other products, it's not like an Am Like, if I can buy it on Amazon Basics, like Amazon Basics main version of your product, it's not a go. Don't waste your time, bro. Don't even waste your fucking budget. Go do something else. You know, if you have a software that's for email marketers or closers, there's no one on TikTok that wants your shit. Like, don't, yeah. you don't need it. Like, if it's, uh, I had an umbrella company hit me up. No one wants your umbrellas, bro. Like, go, like, don't go do Facebook ads. You know, so that's step one. Do you have the product? That'll tell you if it's worth it. If I'm not doing it, you shouldn't do it either. You know, like, or if I wouldn't do it in a perfect world, you shouldn't do it. If you have that, let's say you have great budget. Hey, shit, hit me up. But like, you know, but if you don't, okay, and like maybe I'm not available, whatever, you know, then you look into other options. There's other ways to go about this. You know, you can join the collective. It's 50 bucks, whatever. And we'll link that in the show notes. Okay, for sure. Um, you know, there's opportunities channel there. You join, you can, you can even see the ones that are in my group. They have a badge on them. You know, some of them will be available. It won't be as managed, but you can pick a la carte. You know, like, you know, one, two, three, four creators. Start with some volume though. I told you guys that like every single one of my deals always has volume because that's how you get results, right? Imagine if only two or three of you guys were posting right now, mm -hmm. right? Right, no. Yeah, it would be a that's different- a, That's what we did before, before we, yeah. we started working. That's yeah. what I've done myself. And it's like, this isn't enough momentum. Yeah, like, no. I'm no. like, every day I'm like getting a video every four days and I'm like- I need more dopamine. But I, the thing I is, more I think why people that scares videos. people is they think, oh, well, that's going to be crazy because if the UGC guy's charging me 150, 200 video, uh, video I'm going to have to pay a hundred grand to get <laughs> right. But you shouldn't, you just got to know what like, like to pay, right? Like you can pay as low as $300 if they're a beginner for 30 videos, yeah. right? And give them, let them ride the upside with commissions. You can find mid-tier people for five to 800 and you can find really good people for as I'm going to get into the really good people in a second for a thousand to 2000, right? All like very affordable. You could just pick three to four of that range. And we always pick a, a range of those because even though it seems like, oh, well, I only want really good people, those beginners, if they're like from my group, you know, where they're like, you know, putting in the work can oftentimes outperform those. Like I think everyone had to have their big break at some point. Right. And that's like brief, make a really good brief. 
Um, what is know. a good brief? So I, I don't know if you could like put this in the notes, but I can send you like my template, even my cheat, my cheat sheet. That, um, uh, yeah, you can just fill it out. A really good brief is easy to read, gives the creator inspiration, and teaches them everything they need to know about your product. That is it. That's the formula right there. And you as a brand owner, you better know your value propositions that are the things that like get people hooked. Because if you can't even like ex get anyone excited about your product, the creator is not going to be able to right. read it to say it. Right. And the brief shouldn't also micromanage them. It shouldn't be like, hey, use one of these hooks every single video, whatever. Like it should just give them inspiration. A lot of times why creators don't post actually, because I've had to tackle this issue a lot is because they don't feel like they have good ideas and then they procrastinate that and then it becomes a repeating thing, you know? So like a lot of times before I'm like on someone's ass of like, hey, why aren't you aren't posting? I'm like, yo, you need ideas? Like what's the problem here? Yeah. You know, like if it's an idea thing, that's on me. I need to be a better manager, right? Let me give you more ideas. Did you look at the brief? So like another thing with the brief, this is, I'm, I'm just going to start dropping sauce here. Like yeah. make a loom. Gary Xander had a loom for you guys, yeah? Yeah, like that's, that's what I taught him, bro. Like, you, you make a loom on top of it because not everybody's a visual learner. Some people want to hear it and they feel better sitting there and they can watch it back more times and they like to go back and hear the way you said it, right? And you can explain things different than just writing it. So we'll make two of those. Now the creators really know what to do going into it. And I don't just have to, if you have a really good brief, you can beat out just trying to have to find talent, right? That can also go to Upwork. I can find people there and try and scout people. It might be kind of hard, but you know, you look through, search for organic creators, try to find someone who gets it. You can go on, you can probably find some on Fiverr, definitely Twitter if you search UGC, organic, TikTok, those kind of, definitely find someone on TikTok shop, looking around for affiliates, stuff like that. The creator marketplace. Yeah, yeah, it's trying to scout micro-influencers, stuff like that. Um, like I said, it's really hard. That's why I do well for myself. But like, it's possible though, for sure, with all that. And like, if you have a really good brief and you don't micromanage them, you have enough like initial volume, right? Like you need at least three, four. And if you're just going to start with two, cause you don't have the budget, do it for six to 12 months. Um, eventually you'll probably get something. So what are the agencies that brands should say no to working with? Like what are red flags? Like okay. for, for an agency so they don't waste, waste their money. Okay. What are some good red? Because there's definitely some. Like if they don't like, you know, an agency that does PPC, they say they do every marketing service. Now they do TikTok. Like, well, how do okay. you, like, they say they have a network. Like, how do you, how okay. do you probe the network? Okay. They have? So, okay. So here's another thing too. Don't get obsessed with demographics. Okay. This is a huge thing. Like this is, I dominate people in this. Like people get really obsessed with demographics because of Facebook. I get it. I get it. I know why you're thinking that. Just because your customer avatar on Facebook is a 30 year old female, you, your, your creator doesn't, right? Mm -hmm. I've disproved this so many times, right? I'll put 16 year old. You know, like <laughs> demons, like just guys on female products and they'll dominate, you know? Like, yeah. I know you, like, you don't get obsessed. Blaine was talking about his supplement and it's like, it's for, it's probably mostly for like girls. And then he's like, but I think Jimmy's creators are all guys. Like 70, 30. Yeah. And it's like, boy, you said the demographic doesn't really matter. Dude, dude, one of our, one of our, like, uh, our best internal brands, I only have 5% of this one, but my partner has 15 and he's running it with Rob and his partner, bro. No ads, no anything, just one product, 40 TikTok creators, female based product, probably 30, 30 dudes, 10 females, zero to a million in 60 days. 
you know, like no ads, right? Like, I know you don't need to do this demographic thing. So don't get obsessed with that. Um, and then you were talking about red flags. Okay. So like some red flags right off the bat, I'll tell you this one. This is my favorite one. Obvious, but still, if they say like six grand for six videos, like, bro, like, come on out. You know, like, like, you do not, I told you the rates you should be famous. No, 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 no. We're, yeah, we're not even talking. Influencer posts a different game. Yeah, yeah, we're talking yeah, creator yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, these are like, these people have no owned audiences. You know, these are, these are mom and pop. They're posting nothing. I'd say is you, this type of like content we do isn't necessarily faceless. Sometimes it is, but sometimes there's faces in it. It's personality list though. You know, there's no like Alyssa or there's no Ramon, there's no Blaine, whatever, you know, it's like personality. It's about your brand. It's about your business, right? So that's the difference. Um, if they, uh, I'm trying to think some other really good ones. Like, dude, there's honestly like five, 10 people in the space who everybody like goes to and they just end up warming the sale up for me. They're like, yeah, I worked with these people. I'm like, I know why you're here, you know? Um, so I'm, I'm not going to get into that, but I'm trying to think some of the stuff. Okay, here's some other good ones. If they, uh, if they only work on affiliate basis, I'll have people hit me up and be like, yo, I just want to do strictly affiliate. I don't want to pay for it. I get where you're coming from. Uh, if someone agrees to that, they don't know what they're talking about though. Because when you, when you pay on just affiliate, obviously that'd be amazing, right? Okay. I, I don't pay you at all until you get performance. Okay, cool. Until you realize, Hey, I don't own their time at all. Right. I don't have any say over what they do. They do five videos they can leave. They're not getting paid. Right. You don't own and don't, anything. And don't then demand you need it by X date or you yeah. X oh, week. Oh, you will get you, know? you will get creators ready to take down your life. Yeah. You know, like some of my people are heady. I'll let you know, chill. Um, you know, like when a brand gets a little too into it, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's like, okay, like I'm just not going to do that. Like you're not going to attract. If someone knows their value and they know they can get like serious retainers, and work with the best products, like they're not gonna work with your stuff. You yeah. know, like all my people know their value, even if it's as smaller. But when you pay someone even as little as 300, right, then you you can say, you owe me 30 videos, mm-hmm. right? Like you you have to do that. I have the right to get mad at you if you don't do mm-hmm. it. So like if they're doing affiliate only, they'll pitch it to you like, hey, you only get paid. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not good for, yeah, it's not good for the, the brand either. And they're, they're just help creating more headaches for themselves. Yeah. And they're like, oh, why isn't this guy posting? It's because like, he doesn't have to. It's Darren, also if, if you. you're an employee doing that at a company, like that's not a good look uh-huh. for. And I'm and then sometimes like people do this, like the CEO, whatever, don't even know. And your CEO would be like, no, let's pay them. Like let's do this right. Yeah, you're not winning anything by trying to save your company money. Like you're actually making your company and your brand look worse. Yeah, and creators talk. Uh-huh. Like you know, they 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 also are part of other communities, group chats, etc. And like. It, it it's a it, it's a decision for them. It's not just the money. They have to like the product, understand it. Product has to have a good reputation, good right. reviews. Like if they find bad reviews and everything about your product, like you said earlier, I have other products I can promote. I don't uh, need to push this. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, I mean, I, and it's possible. Like if you go on TikTok shop, but if like someone's offering it as a service, like I've seen that go wrong so many times, and then you just waste time. You know, just you know, you think that the space doesn't work, but it does. You just didn't do it right. Um, you know, if they, if they, uh, I would ask for like probably some case studies. Like I can tell you, you know, like if someone was an actual client, I'd be like, look up these 10 brands. I supply all of them, you know, like you can talk to all of them. They, they, they try to keep me hidden, bro. Yeah. You know, like, but they'll tell you it was me. Yeah. Um, if they don't have like good ones where they've actually pushed serious revenue or whatever, 
Also, like if they're running, you can tell when they're running spark ads behind stuff to just get views. Like that's a serious red flag. Like if you see if you see a million views and ten thousand likes, yeah, yeah, you know, on a, like some like weird kind of stupid video that doesn't feel viral and ten comments. Like, bro, that's not a million views. emojis and all that. Yeah, like, that's not a million views, yeah. you know? Well, I mean, there you have it. Did you see, but like, if you can't figure out creators after this, it's all up. I think, like, we covered literally, like, everything I could possibly imagine, you know? So I hope that was good. Yeah, no, that, that was fire. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Well, well, wait, hold on. Um, For people that want to, like, learn about all your stuff where where do they go where where do people creators to where do creators hey hey check me out on twitter that's like where all my like best business stuff is uh jimmy farley zero zero i have a link in bio for both the collective and creators corner i doubt there'll be a lot of like people interested in creators corner here but you know if you got a girlfriend or anything like that like i take a lot of those like a lot of like my friends girlfriends are like crushing in my program or siblings or sons and all sorts of stuff you know Hey, it's a great way to, you know, seriously make income every single month, you know? Um, and then, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's my one spot. You can find me on Discord after that. That's where I mostly am most of my days, but. Sweet. Sweet. All right. Thank you, Jerry. Hey, I just want to add one note in yeah. real quick before you end it. Blaine's crib is absolutely <laughs> insane. Uh, this dude, you get out of elevator and you end up in the crib. And I don't, did you, did you design it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. See, it's like, it's like futuristic 80s style. Futuristic retro. Yeah. I don't yeah. even know what's going on, but I just had to touch on that. It's crazy. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. So we're out to do it. Thank you, Jerry. Thanks for tuning in. And we hope you enjoyed this episode of DTC pod. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love your support. A rating and review would go a long way as we continue to host the best builders in DTC and beyond. Follow and subscribe to the show and make sure to check out our show notes where you can find our socials and weekly newsletter. Visit us on DTCPod.com to join our founder community and access resources from every episode. We'll see you on the next pod.